Thanks for tuning in. This is Troy. And Akaya. With the Dad Bod Diaries. Uh, today, we were got a special request to talk about nutrient timing. Yes, nutrients in your... That scared me. Okay, <laughs> sorry, we thought we turned off. Uh, oh <laughs> nutrients no. in when it comes to like what you're having with your macros, right? Your protein, carbs, and fats. So we've talked about the different kinds of macros. We've talked about the micronutrients um, and how it all ties together. Now... One thing I, I wanted to talk about is one of the most common things that I've been hearing in this past week was people are hitting their macros, they're doing great, but they're not necessarily timing when they're eating certain foods. Like, for example, um, for example, your carbs, I'm going to use that as like the main focus here. So most people have a carb with dinner, right? It's pretty normal to have like rice or a pasta or like a like a carb-dense um, side, maybe like a bread or something that goes with it. And that's that's fine and dandy, but when it comes to your fitness goals of weight loss, like typically your last two meals of the day shouldn't consist of any carbs, right? So first off, I say last two meals, right? So there's, let's say you eat a typical three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, although you are getting that consistent three meals in, your body actually physically needs to eat every two to three hours. So when you get past that two to three hour mark, one, your appetite increases because of the insulin level spike. So does your blood sugar, which is what helps with your, um, <clears throat> you're feeling hungry, right? <laughs> so it's kind of getting over stuff. Like, <laughs> when it comes to just the staying hungry and stuff. And so then your body kind of wants more, which can result in us overeating, right? So when you eat that four to six time meal of the day, for example, you're able to store one less fat in your adipose tissue. Two, your body is able to digest the food a little bit more. Um, also, if you have high fiber fruits and vegetables and carb-based sources as well, it helps with the thermic effect of food. So like lean chicken breast um, and like a fiber source as well is going to be super beneficial to your body. But so that's kind of like that first step, right? So eating multiple times throughout the day every two to three hours is actually going to really help benefit one, your metabolism, but two, making sure your body is able to process everything and not going into that, okay, I think I'm going to starve mode um, where you overeat. <clears throat> That's the first part. Second part is timing your carbs, right? So typically about 70% of your carbs. Now some people can say other things as well. Just kind of everybody, everybody is different. Um, but 70% of the carbs should be around your workout. So that way the most is for pre, right? Hour, hour and a half beforehand so it can be digested. Um, so then your body has that glycogen and that energy that it's using during the workout, right? You're burning through, you're doing great, you have that energy, uh, and then a little bit for post to restore that glycogen, right? And then your other meal should consist of just nice portioned out sizes. So breakfast has some, um, you know, second meal of the day, third, fourth, and then those last two, not so much. That way your body can process those carbs and burn it off, one, with your natural BMR, so your basal metabolic rate, how much you're naturally burning being yourself, and with the activity that you're doing as well. So that's just kind of like the first one that I wanted to hit as well. And then making sure that each one has a high protein part in that as well, because protein has a natural thermogenic as well. So that was the first part I wanted to cover. So Taco Bell is right. Fourth meal, right? Yes. <clears throat> awesome. Oh, no. Screen. That screen keeps going on and off. So no. sorry, you guys. No, did we lose it? No, it's gone. Did we lose it? Oh, oh wait, no, it is. <laughs> All right.
Yeah, we're fired. What are you guys having a... We're doing a podcast. Oh, we're doing a podcast. Hi, oh. hey, everybody. This is John. Hi, John. What's up? <laughs> I was in the audience, if you couldn't tell on that one. Huh? I was in the audience. Hi, oh, John. Oh. Ah, <laughs> Jonathan. What are you guys doing a podcast about? Uh, we've been doing it about nutrition. Huh? We've been, this is like our fifth one. Cool. Got like... Yeah. Right now, 60 views. Huh? Yeah. Good deal. We're using this as our up show. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? I said we're using this as our up show. Crap. Is oh, no. On? Scream. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did it die? It didn't die. No, we're back. Okay. Okay, Sorry we're back. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, you guys. Um, Tangent. What was the question? I'm sorry. I forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> no one's... <laughs> No one does drugs here, I promise. We're all just tired. We are all literally just um, tired. We were talking about nutrient timing. Oh, oh, the last two meals. Last two meals should be, one, super high in protein. The last meal should pretty much just be a protein source. Like, if you're going to have, like, lean steak or or white fish, chicken breast, um, the leaner meats, and then that way it doesn't sit with you overnight. Now, let's say you are an early morning riser, right? Let's say you get your workout done at 4 a.m. One, bless your heart. But two, then it's okay to have some carbs on that dinner meal because your body's gonna need it um, when uh, you're ready to work out. We were having a lot of malfunctions with the phone. Guys. A lot today. Yeah, sorry. Um, Do you have any inside choice since you're the power lifter? Oh, I was gonna ask you a question. Oh, okay. Right? Question from the viewers to, to you. Um, let's say I work out in the evening. Let's say like that's the only time that I can get in. So we're saying that we got to do 60%, so the bulk of our carbohydrates around my workout. Is it still okay if I have weight loss goals that I'm working on in the evening and still doing that same carbohydrate intake closer to the evening? Am I still going to achieve my best results? Yes. Um, because, one, your body is still going to need that glycogen while you're working out. Right? You're still going to need that energy source so then your body can help with that weight loss process, right? If your body does not have that correct storages or does not have carbs, one before you work out or two at all, right? See if you like, hey, I just gotta cut carbs out completely. Your body's gonna reach for the protein source, which is your muscle. So you're gonna go straight into that beautiful calorie dense muscle that you work so hard to gain. And it's gonna hold on to the body fat for energy and we don't want that, right? So carbs are extremely important. Even if it's later, let's say you're working out at 6 or 7 p.m., you still want that pre and you still want that post to help with that restorative property, right? Now, like some people just eat and do that last part and then go to bed. So that is a good way source as well, where you're like, hey, I'm going to still have a carb source at that end of the day because it is for post-workout. Now, I would make sure that at least a few of your meals maybe doesn't have one or has a little bit less. So then that way um, you're not eating carbs like all day. You're eating it when you're using it, right? Another thing too, I wanna to touch up on, let's say you have to eat 200 grams of carbs a day, right? Let's say you've worked so hard, it's been a crazy busy day, like you didn't have time, you, you know, you've been running around with the kids or you've been running around at work or whatever it is. Super presumptuous, whatever. Yeah, you don't want to uh, eat everything at the end of the day. Oh shoot, I have to 150 grams of carbs left and X amount of protein, you know. That like is how, account. yeah, that is how you want, your system's going to go, um, excuse me, what the heck are you doing to me? And your body's not going to properly digest it. You want to try your best to make sure that you time your meals with all of the nutrient dense sources, right? 
throughout the day when you're gonna be using it. So probably when you ran to the store and back or you were running across the office and taking multiple laps. I mean, the guys here have seen me not sit for like eight hours straight because I'm doing session after session after session. Um, and eating while walking. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, your body is using that, right? You're walking, you're moving, you're staying active, your heart rate's going up a little bit. You need to make sure you have something in your system. And there also is that, well, I'm not hungry. Make yourself hungry. I mean, like it's, I'm, I'm sorry, it sounds bad, but you, your body physically need it. Even though you don't feel physically like hungry, your body's gonna need food. Now, there are different kinds of carb sources as well. We've gone over this as well, but let's say you have a quicker digestion carb, right? Like a bread or a pasta or rice or something like that. Those are good for good pre-workouts, right? So then you're able to, one, digest it quickly, but it doesn't sit with you as much. Versus if you're eating like apples and strawberries and um, really heavy, like complex carbs, you're gonna feel extremely full, right? So that's another one to take into consideration. What are you using as your carb source? What are you using? If you're holding on to water weight, me specifically, I will bulk like a balloon if I eat pasta or pizza or anything like that. Um, that must be my problem. <laughs> versus if I were to eat um, an apple or if I were to eat rice, it responds really well with me too. Um, or any form of like a complex carb, right? So think about what you're putting in your body as well. And let's say you have, you're super full because you have that high fiber, you know, maybe take it down a notch. Your body can take about 20 to 35 grams of fiber um, a day. So if you're going over that low, then you're gonna bloat a little bit. So she's way more scientific than me. <laughs> way more. Oh, all right. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I should have gone first because now it's gonna be like the dun dun, <laughs> little finish, right? Um, as far as like towards my sport, which is just lifting heavy weight. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm playing around with toys. I get fidgety. Um, so as far as doing that, I like to just, what she said, you time your carbs around it. I also time some of my supplementation around it as well. So like, I'll make sure that I have creatine within like an hour or so before my exercise. I'm making sure that I'm on some sort of regimen for it because my, my exercise is a little bit different than what like Kaya does for instance. So like Kaya is really focusing towards time under tension. And so she's needing that sustained energy throughout her entire lift. Whereas my lift is like you know, 15 to 30 seconds max, right? And that's what, that's that's the little session, small break and do it again, but it's maximal effort. So she's working more in like an oxidative to like glycol or glycolytic to oxidative energy system, which energy system training is really important. That's how you become better at any sort of sport. It's also a way we can really manipulate how we look as well. Um, but energy system training, so she's training more glycolytic oxidative and I'm training a lot more PCR, which is phosphocreatine. So really like high level stuff, I'm gonna try to break it down small. So it doesn't matter if it's a protein, carb, or fat, anything can be broken down into energy. Let's just dispel that right now. Anything can be broken down into energy and our base form or our currency, like our body's dollar for energy is called adenosine triphosphate. So ATP. So what essentially happens is we abide by the law of thermodynamics, which states that energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It can only be transferred. So we take that ATP molecule, so one adenosine, three phosphate molecule, and we break off one of those itty bitty phosphates. And that release of energy is what helps us move. 
okay? So your carbs are a really easy source for ATP. Proteins are an okay source for OTP, uh, ATP, but our body doesn't like it as much because it has to go through more work. So it's a little bit harder to get. Fats are a really incredible source of ATP, but it takes a while for us to be able to access that and we have to be working aerobically. So we have to not be in an anaerobic state, which is lacking of oxygen. So we're, we're not needing to have to uh, catch up to how much oxygen our body needs to be able to burn it. So for me, if I'm using PCR, that's phosphocreatine. So it's a phosphagen ion plus a creatine ion and we naturally have creatine in our bodies. So we already have like a small little cup of creatine in our bodies and that gives us small bursts of energy. So when I take extra or I have foods that are higher in creatine, because foods are naturally higher, some foods are naturally higher than others. Like, like red meat? Yeah, red meat, prime example. So when I'm taking that or having red meat or whatever it may be, it helps give me a little extra, not a ton. It's like taking a cup of flour and instead of you know swiping the top to make it flat you leave a little bit of a mound on the top that's essentially what i'm doing when i take any sort of supplementation like that or i'm trying to elicit a little bit better result so and because my sport is within those 15 seconds right those intervals um i'm primarily using that energy system if i have any sort of um, post oxygen uptake or, or excess post oxygen consumption epoch um, i will be burning more glycolytic or oxidative after that but for the most part when i'm lifting i'm sitting in the pcr range and now we all even even akaya bounces through all the different phases because each one doesn't last for forever pcr really only lasts for like 15 seconds and it has an upkeep time to regenerate then we have glycolytic which picks up as pcr drops off and glycolytic takes over for a little bit and then if we're hitting steady state and we have a good oxygen uptake, we will then go into oxidative, which lasts a little bit longer as we regenerate our other forms. They don't last for forever. I think uh, PCR is 15 seconds, glycolytic is 30 seconds, and oxidative is about a minute. So we cycle through that all the time. Sorry, you guys were not expecting to go this high level, but you did. Mm -hmm. um, so when she's talking about nutrient timing, you want to think about what you're doing. If you're looking for if you're if you're trying to lose weight or whatever it may be maybe a really lean piece of protein be easy on the fats because we have to digest the fats differently um and i guess we can do that today or another time but fats essentially take a little bit longer and you might find you feel like when you exercise especially if you're not digesting them fast enough like let's say you take uh more fats than you should about like an hour before exercise you'll feel like you have a rock in your stomach when you go into exercise and that's because you're not done digesting it yet but your digestive system actually shuts down when you exercise so it you gotta balance it a little bit better i would do fats a little bit further out or even just after but whatever it may be um the carbohydrates you want to time whatever carbs like what she's saying for your exercise and especially what you're doing whether you're a marathoner or you're a power lifter there's different different amounts have a good one man there's different amounts that you should be having before exercise and after and just kind of how you want your body to look and that's kind of what we're here for so we really like to individualize all of this off of you so if you ever have questions reach out to us we got uh, Akaya Fit on Instagram, so at Akaya Fit on Instagram, and at Hulk Tilius or Brave.Journey.Fitness. All of us will be able to help you out and do your thing, right? We'll be able to get you your results. Plus, you also get to see us do our struggles and us, like, 
our training and the things that we go through, I try to explain a little bit more in detail, like what I'm going through specifically and, you know, how it feels and or how I got past something or, you know, we all have good days and bad. So I try to make sure to share both. So yeah, go ahead and follow both of us if you are uh, interested in looking at stuff that we do in a little bit more detail as well. And then just keep like, listening in on the podcast. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this is Akaya. Oh, hey, hold on. We got one more question. Oh. Um, so this is another question we got from somebody. And it says, are there certain ages at which a body's metabolism slows down? So if I'm old, can I still get results? Yes. I mean, it, it, there is things that will affect your metabolism, like menopause, for sure. Andopause, absolutely. Um, those things will affect your metabolism, but you can still get results. You can still lose weight. You can still do the calorie counting and carb timing, and you can still train, right? Exercising is healthy. Resistance training, cardio, aerobic training, like anaerobic training, any form of training is healthy, but make sure you do it safely. Make sure you do it with a professional if you do need some help and some guidance on how to do it as well. But it is okay for all ages. Now, let's say that you have um, injuries, right? Or um, I have a client that has like arthritis or uh, lots of knee surgeries or what have you. Make sure to talk to somebody first about how to do an exercise, which ones to avoid, and which ones are okay for you as well. So to answer the question, yes, the metabolism can slow down, but there are still ways that one, you can boost it, and two, that you can still get results on the ones that you're looking for as well, if you're looking for weight loss or muscle gain or both. Awesome, and I didn't mean to cut you off, sorry. Oh, don't worry about it. (laughs) All right, well, this is Troy. And Akaya. And we're out.